0: the lead lap show your home for southeast motorsports coverage here's your host tom baker
1: hello everyone and welcome to lead lap our first new show of 2022 happy new year everybody it is so good to be back in studio for uh, another year of motorsports conversation. My name is Tom Baker. We are coming to you from the WSIC studio in Statesville, North Carolina. I am joined by two folks in studio. We're going to hear from one on the phone. So we got a bit of a busy show tonight. Um, Joshua Horniman is a 16-year-old Legends car racer who is hard of hearing. He is from the Hickory area, and Joshua and his dad are both in studio because... Uh, There's some family racing that we want to talk about here, and then we're going to talk to Josh about uh, his racing and his situation and just uh, have some fun here with that. We've got the winter heat going on at Charlotte for the Legends and Bandoleros uh, as we speak on Saturdays um, each week. So uh, then, uh, of course, the summer shootout and all kinds of things for the Legends cars. But uh, we're going to hear from Walter Tapp later as well on the phone to talk about his new 602 crate series for the dirt track weight model set. So uh we have the Hornemans here. Let's uh let's jump right in. First of all, Matt Horneman, welcome to the show. You are dad. I'm dad. You are dad. But you have some history in the sport yourself in the area and your family does as well. So I think it was your dad, right, that mm-hmm. started As a team owner, he didn't race. He was just the owner. Talk a little bit about how this whole family history started in the
2: area with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. So back in uh, about 1973, we had moved up from Fort Lauderdale to North Wilkesboro. uh wow. Yeah, big culture change there. Oh, yes. Yes, (laughs) it sure is. But, uh, yeah, my dad uh, started Horniman Enterprises over in uh, North Wilkesboro. And he he owned a a baby grand team. If you remember the old NASCAR baby grand series, sure that, do. That morphed into the Daytona Dash, Darlington Dash, yep. and, and eventually the Goodies Dash. Yeah, <laughs> under a lot of different names, but uh, yeah, he was one of the kind of the charter teams there, if you will, that started that when uh, when NASCAR first started sanctioning the baby grand races. Uh, he was one of the charter teams there. So, uh, uh, Dean Craven was our driver and uh we we had some success uh we actually won with dean driving at uh, north wilkesboro in uh, 1975 the jc 320 i believe they called it back then and uh, then went on to uh, finish second that year at the Charlotte Motor Speedway in a big baby green race they had there. Um, oh, wow! To to Larry Pearson, which is uh, okay. a well-known name. Okay. David's <laughs> son. Yep. Yep. So uh, now there's a bit a bit a bit of controversy about that. If you're asked, my dad, Larry uh, Larry's engine may or may not have been exactly legal that day, but uh, <laughs> so, uh, so uh, I think Dad's been a little uh, a little ill over that for years now. But. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but we at least finished second there, <laughs> and, that, and I, as, as memory goes, it serves. I think that was the the maybe the first actual NASCAR baby grand race, one of the first sanctioned races w- was then. So. See
1: Dale Junior would call that innovation. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right, yeah, <laughs> yep, exactly, exactly. But
2: uh, no, just just great memories uh, from that's back awesome. then. Yeah, that's, that's kind of when I I fell in love with racing for sure. It was was back uh, uh, you know playing on the garage floor at uh, Horniman Enterprise with my Hot Wheels, watching them them guys build the cars. So yeah. So then you eventually Mm -hmm. got
1: behind the wheel.
2: Yeah, yeah. It uh, took me longer than I would have hoped, but uh, we, uh, my dad had actually gotten out of, out of the racing business for uh, for several years, went into the construction business, and uh, okay. but all along I was just dying to race. And uh, didn't S- d- go ahead. So he went from spending money to making it. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So I, I uh, once I graduated from high school, and I I, I was growing up in uh, Avery County at that point, up in the mountains, and uh, not not a lot of stock are racing up in that area. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but uh, graduated from high school up at Avery High in '88, moved down here in '89. In Hickory area and started ran, running uh, mini stocks at uh, Antioch Speedway on dirt at first. Oh and then, wow! Uh, yeah, it didn't take me long to learn that it wasn't my gig, so I wanted to get <laughs> on asphalt. <laughs> so started racing mini stocks every Friday and Saturday night at uh, Hickory and Tri County Speedway. And, oh, there we go! Yeah, yeah, won a few races at Hickory and had some success there. And but I, I always dreamed of getting back into the in the Dash series. I, that, that series, just because my dad starting with that, just held a, a special place in my heart. So I just loved the Dash series. So ended up buying a used uh, Dash car in '92 and and. Uh, Started racing that, that. Oh, you did. Yep, yeah, on, on a limited schedule. Now okay. We never had the funding to go full time, but we would run when we could. Hickory and and uh, Somerville Speedway and Florence I ninety five Speedway and whatever races I could make, and uh, just just had a blast doing that. Never could find the funding again to do it full time. Yeah. But, uh But uh, and then uh, sold that car, and went back to and just did a little bit of Benny stock racing just for for fun after that, and then got out of it for a long time until Joshua came along. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, so now. Let's turn to Josh here. Okay, so how did you get
3: started in racing? I got started, uh, my my dad just had the interest of racing since he got into racing. Sure. And his dad got into racing. So uh, they first took me to a quarter midget uh, uh, with little practice session just for fun and everything. Okay. And I had a blast doing it. It was really fun. And then after that, we went out to eat. And then we were just talking about the whole uh, way, uh, the whole trip way out there. And then after that, uh, my dad like took me to K1 Speed when I was like 11, oh. 12 years old. And that place is so fun; I love it. And, it sure is. Uh, he saw th- he, the kind of car control I had in, uh, in the go kart and see how I was passing people. And He was, uh, started getting interested. So we uh, went to uh, the Bandolero School uh, on the 5th Mile, right beside Charlotte, Charlotte. and so we went to do that, and um, I had, like, an absolute blast. I loved it, and I just loved every bit of it, just going uh, there, talking about it, how cool it's going to be and everything, then driving back, just talking about the experience I had and everything, and you could see pictures about it. And um, then after that, we just kind of fell in love right there uh, uh like my that's where uh where my career started right there uh we rented out a uh uh car from jw motorsports josh williams you know it's gonna yep. drive a driver car yep. and uh then we uh drove in there and got second place my first ever race there at charlotte <laughs> <That, that laughs> <I bet. laughs> Something's wrong with the bell. Oh, it's got a coin in it. I was, what is going
1: on with our bell here at the station? I mean, somebody's broken the bell. Oh, I, you can't, I don't know how to fix it. There we go. Let's, there you
3: go. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so, now back to the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Second place, first time out. Nice job. Yes, yeah, sir. And that was just an unbelievable moment. Great family time right there. I just loved that. and. Uh, ever since then i just fell in love like i just love uh the family moments and the team moments and then uh we uh we eventually uh got our own car and started my dad uh tried to prepare the car for himself and everything yeah
2: trying to huh thanks yeah yeah
3: (laughs) 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 and then so uh we raced that and my first ever concord race at concord speedway uh i wrecked very hard and well we met uh uh, the team that we are with today, still racing, uh, great people, and uh, they kind of helped us out and got me back on the racetrack. And so, so, uh, so uh,
1: Walter and uh, the Stillwells, mm-hmm. when you crashed, mm-hmm. helped you to put your car back together, even though you weren't really racing with them. Mm-hmm. They just did it out of generosity. Yeah, they, they was just
3: they just did it out of their own, own day. We weren't even uh, uh, we didn't really know them at the time. Uh-huh. We just kind of. Yeah, and jumped they just in. volunteered to help us. That's what and I love about racing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, so after that, uh, my dad kind of uh, asked if we could partner up with them and send. After that we just won the last two Concord races before they shut down. Oh wow. Yeah, and then I won Wait, the first Wait, you
1: won your first two races with the Stولز? Yes, sir. <laughs> Another <laughs> hell. And
3: after that wow. we went to a uh, um Charlotte Speedway to race the Ogoy uh 140 and we won that race uh Yeah. And then uh we won the the First two races of the summer shootout. Right after that, uh, so it was in between. And this was all in the Bando. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, all in the Bando. Yeah. Wow. Uh, just starting out, and you were hot. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was probably my best uh, like moments in the Bando. Right there, just getting all those wins from concord and saw Right there. So when did you go from the Bando to the Legend? Uh, this year. Uh, well, thi- last year, twenty twenty one. Yeah, twenty twenty one. So
1: that was your this past year is first year in the legend yeah, car. Mm-hmm. What first year. was the adjustment like from the Bando to the Legend?
3: Uh, it was different. I was definitely a little nervous about it because like you have to shift in that car, and the Bando is automatic, so you don't have to worry about that. And it's definitely a lot more horsepower, and definitely different uh weight uh weight transfer between the cars. So it was it was new to adjust. It was uh new uh it was new but i loved it and um i just wanted to keep on going and uh so it was a bit (coughs) it was a bit different and um so then uh with uh yeah that was about it yeah okay
1: so talk a little bit about um what you did at tri county because you picked up a championship
3: yeah yeah uh so at tri county when we first raced there um, we were a bit nervous because of how huge the speed difference is between Charlotte, uh, a quarter mile, and the uh, Tri County. Uh, how it's uh, half, just, just about a half mile. Yeah, yeah just about half mile. And um, but uh, <laughs> I had a lot more fun uh, at that track than at Charlotte because of how uh, the speed difference is. Yeah. and h- How much faster it is, and how you don't even have to use little brake and everything. And uh, so we, we like after my first practice, there, My Spotter, uh came up to me and he was like, "Wow, this is—it's like you just raced here for, like for years That's now." Amazing. Yeah, and um, I was like very surprised about it. And uh, after that, we we just played for consistency, uh, uh, just getting second places, third, you know, fourth and everything. And um, then at the end of the season, I actually got I actually picked up my first resin Call win, and uh, then we found out that we were champions.
1: Three bells in one segment. I think that might be a record for that, the show. <laughs> um, that's amazing. So a championship in your first full year of Legends car racing on a big track at Tri County. Mm-hmm. That's really awesome. Um, and and again, some good runs
3: in the summer shootout too, right? Yeah. So that's yeah, that's a, that's I a good a decent runs uh, yeah. for my first time there. So well, and I mean it's the most competitive Legends yeah, yeah, series in the country. Definitely, you know that's the
1: top of the line. there. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Okay, so. Um, we are going to step aside and take a break when we come back we're going to talk more with josh and matt and of course walter tapp going to join us as well he has started a new dirt track late model series so uh, we're going to talk to him about that as well more of the lead lap show right
0: after this you own a performance car and you know how to drive but you want to learn real performance driving That's 302-827-2054. Louis Meineke Car Care Center, rev up your career.
4: Hey, guys, this is Nathan Bird, a.k.a. Birdman, and you're listening to Lead Lab
3: Radio.
1: welcome back to lead lap our first new show of 2022 and boy we have got some awesome stuff lined up for this season can't wait uh we got about another month or so before most of the racing starts around here but uh, again the uh the winter heat is going on at charlotte motor Speedway each weekend um at uh down at the speedway on the quarter mile or on the road course actually infield road course uh for the legends and bandoleros so uh If it ever gets up past freezing, um, if you want to go check out uh, some of that action, you can. They call it the winter heat. I have no idea why. That is the absolute (laughs) most biggest false advertisement name for a series in history. But um, we have Josh Horniman, who's racing at uh, Charlotte in that series, and his dad here. Um, And we were talking to Josh about his track championship last year at Tri-County in his first ever year of racing Legends cars. Now um this year obviously you're running winter heat now um what is your plan first of all let before i even get there what is it like to race in 40 degree temperatures
3: Uh, it's definitely not easy that's for sure (laughs) it's freezing out there and um Last uh, time we raced there, my mom took me there, and it was about 20 degrees out right there, so it was freezing. And uh, my dad texted my mom just telling, uh, telling me to uh, give her a big hug for what she done, and she definitely did a lot. And uh, it's definitely not easy because as soon as you get in the car, you get all that metal and uh, oh, stuff like the, that. for you. the driver's area, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so – It's not that, it's not that easy, but once you get used to it, you'll be fine.
1: Instead of a cool suit, you need a heat suit. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Need to put heated seats in those things. Um, so, okay. So, what are your plans for 2022? Because you've introduced another vehicle into your racing Mm -hmm. vernacular here. You've got yourself a super truck. Talk about
3: that. Uh, it was it's new uh for sure my dad introduced that to me uh, last year i'm sure you saw the video on facebook uh-huh. uh I I was definitely very emotional. That's for sure. I I was you were. More emotional about it than I was for the legend car. and uh, I was so su- surprised about it. We were talking about it for so long and everything, and uh, so this year what we're gonna do is we're gonna race the full time Southeast uh, Super Truck Tour. Okay, uh, there should be twelve races about uh, r- uh racing the truck everywhere uh, on the southeastern side. Okay,
1: and then you're still gonna run the Legends something.
3: Yeah, we're, we're still gonna run the, uh, wedding, uh, car, uh, throughout the series, the same series that's called Southeast Wedding Car Tour.
1: It's a companion tour to the mm-hmm. truck.
3: Yeah, it's the, they it's run the same place. The same, yeah. So we could uh, race the truck the uh, same day, same, the same track, and, uh, yeah. still run the racing car and try to get a, uh, try to pick up a win from there.
1: Double duty. Yeah, double duty. So you're running two cars, <laughs> and and of course you're it, Matt. You're only t- too happy now because you discovered that you could actually pay somebody else to do all the work, right? <laughs> While you kind of just sit back and smile when he wins. Well, that's
2: right. It's good yeah. until the bill comes due, of course. But uh, <laughs> yeah. but, 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 but no, it, it's taking a lot of stress off that. of me, actually. Yeah, it. Uh, my, my wife uh, said that uh, Josh and I were going to kill each other if we kept trying to do it ourselves because it was just so, too stressful and and caused a few arguments at the, to track. But that's, but uh, yeah, it's, it's much easier now. to still well and and listen, they know what they're doing. They're <laughs> great people. Yeah. 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 they great people. great people. They're we, we really could, good could, people. Could, could, couldn't mm-hmm. have gotten hooked up with anybody better. That's for sure.
1: No, that's true. And and you got some really nice teammates mm-hmm. in the yeah, organization yeah, yeah. Oh, too, with Justice Colavaro and some of the other guys yeah, that yeah. are there.
2: Yeah, Garrett Lou. Yeah. Garrett. Oh yeah,
1: Garrett's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. so now a chance to go to the super truck what was it like driving the truck for the first time after running the legends car because you've you've kind of transitioned pretty quickly from bandolier to legends to the full-size
3: truck yeah um it's a lot different than going from bander to Wesley because it, even though you don't, uh, you go from an uh, automatic to a manual car, which you do know, going from a wagon car to a truck, it's manual f- to manual. Uh, you still have it, this one's an H pattern. It's a two-speed uh, H pattern okay. shifter, and but it's a, a completely lot, it's completely different with horsepower. Like you have so much more horsepower, and uh, you have a lot uh, a lot more weight to worry about, and it's uh all different, but it's a lot of fun. And it's bigger. Yeah, so big, your yeah.
1: spatial judgment is
3: yeah. different. Yeah, do you, have to, Did like, you f- know how close you are to the wall? And That's everything. what I was going to yeah. ask.
1: Was that difficult for you at first? When yeah,
3: you- like when I first got out there for my first ever practice session, right before we started racing it, for the last uh, uh, race of the season, uh, um, I-, I was trying to like just know uh, just. I got kind of nervous uh, going out there, uh, knowing how close I can get to the wall without actually hitting it and everything. But as soon as I got, like, just two, three laps in, I was just, like, on a roll. I was just having a lot of fun. Uh, doing what I love to do, and I was getting as close, uh, to the wall as I could possibly get, getting loose a few times and everything. And we were, uh, my team and I were, uh, were just joking about it after, uh, after I, like, got down, uh, to pit Road. We were just joking, having fun, uh, testing the truck and, uh, I, I scraped the wall a few times. I, Uh-oh. I, I, did, I did do that a few but times. But that's how you know
1: where it is, yeah. right? Yeah. You was, know you're yeah. close when you hit it. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you learn. <laughs> that's
3: how you learn. <laughs>
1: now, y- you're hard of hearing. You mm-hmm. that has been since birth. You wear two hearing aids.
3: Yeah. How does that affect your racing? Um... It's kind of hard. Uh, I, I don't really know how to judge it too uh, too much because you know I never had normal hearing. so right. I don't know how to completely judge about it, but it's it's definitely a disadvantage. But like luckily we had uh a racing Electronics to uh, build us a special like hearing aid uh thing to put putting my ears. inner ear mold. Yeah, ear mold. Special
1: customized ear mold. Yeah, because you have to take your hearing aids out when you're.
3: Yeah, I have to take my Obviously. hearing aids out. So, I, and I'm not completely deaf, but I am like severely deaf. So I, I, and so when I take my hearing aids, out, I can't really hard uh, hear people. And so I, I, and when I put those on, it's definitely harder.
1: And those inner ear molds. For those who don't know, he wears those because they're hooked to a radio where you can hear your spotter.
3: Yeah, I can hear my spotter, yeah. and I can also hear the race director. So
1: okay, yeah. So um, so you're able to hear with those special inner ear molds. Mm-hmm. Um, and so can, now, can do you read lips or or?
3: Yeah, I, I do read lips. I, I was kind of like I didn't really know how much I could. I was capable of doing that until like this whole COVID thing. We had uh, the mask now, and. I, I I didn't know how capable that the uh how, you, oh. yeah, which how dependent
2: you were on it yeah how dependent you were on reading lips yeah how dependent i was okay on doing that because and of course with a mask you can't yeah. read the yeah i can't read the lips and wow. it just watch
3: the like vocal sounds and everything so it's ho- definitely harder for me uh, to do that i see again that's mm. one of
1: those little side mm. effects that nobody mm. would really yeah. think about mm-hmm. unless you were you mm-hmm. know hard of hearing or whatever then that's mm-hmm. what the masks is that masks make it difficult for you to that's one tool is reading lips way to and you that that takes a way a to communicate mm-hmm. yeah or at least understand okay interesting so you're in what grade now uh i am
3: 11th grade okay so you're a junior now is yeah. are there plans for college uh that's still a kind of a question to me i don't know 100 percent yet but if i do end up going to college i definitely consider going to a nascar institute uh technical uh, school uh, down in mooresville
1: what would you so you want to study like mechanical engineering yeah kind of I want to,
3: like okay. I want to be able to like study the inside of the, uh, okay. of a stock car so I like, uh, way down in the road I want to be able to like tell my team hey this is what we need to do to be able to uh, be better on the on track
1: are you good at math and science
3: uh <laughs> yeah that's
1: yeah. a lot yeah, of what I'm engineering is that, yeah. it's math and science <laughs> yeah. so you you, you want to think about that so yeah. uh, unc charlotte is a great motor sports engineering program if you mm-hmm. that's what you want to do but uh, it does help obviously to be able to give the feedback right yeah, about what it, the car is doing and how it's working in addition to just saying it's tight or loose you can suggest what to change to improve the car's yeah. handling right that's yeah, what you're saying spoons
3: shots you know different. now you play sports yeah i also play sports yeah so talk about that a little bit uh so in high school, obviously, I I play. I don't play, but I do cross country track, and I used to do basketball when I was a freshman, but I don't do that anymore. I wanted to focus more on racing, so I uh do, I only do cross country and track, and I want to be able to do those just to uh, like have fun with my friends that whoever joined cross country or track, or just just to use it to an advantage of uh being able to work out and just be able to run. And, get that uh get me in shape for racing yeah cardio right yeah that's that's
1: that's very good for your core right and Mm -hmm. cardio and
3: all that um do you do any eye racing uh yes i do i I do that quite a bit uh at my house i i try to spend as much time as i I, as i can on it by uh get my getting home doing my homework then uh going downstairs and uh doing eye racing and it definitely it it definitely does help.
1: Now you're not on any in any of the professional leagues. Like Garrett no, 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 is a no, okay. You haven't gotten far. to that level. You're no. just you you do it to uh, keep in shape. You know with yeah. racing and all yeah. that, right? Okay. So now, um, what do you like to do when
3: you're not racing? Uh, I like to. Uh, do like my favorite hobbies, which is like bowling. I, I oh. like the yeah, I like the bowl oh, And out yeah, and I like to go hang out with my friends of uh, my friend group, and uh, I also uh, play uh, the beat bots at church. I like to do that. Yeah. You play what? The
2: <laughs> the beat bots. Yeah. yeah. The, the official name for it is a Cajon. Yeah. But it's a it's a, a drum- well, that's like being a drummer. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You sit yeah. on this one I, and you kind of play it. You know, you. I, I
1: started yeah. drumming when I was three. That's awesome. Wow. That's yeah. neat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. The beatbox. See, I've never tried one of those. They've always looked like fun. I just never had the opportunity to do that. Okay, we've got about a minute left, so tell people where they can... Follow you on social
3: media. Uh, uh my Instagram is uh J underscore racing uh now that's 22. dog
1: D A W G yeah, right
3: J Dog J Racing? Yeah, uh okay. on Instagram and if, if you want to you can also find me on Facebook, uh Josh and uh, I'll be sure to post uh my daily racing uh just just daily uh stuff going on through my life. Awesome. And Very also good. If, I, if I'm allowed to, I, I, I kind of want to uh, give a shout-out to my team's uh, shout-out. Yes, out. very quickly. Yeah, uh, Steeler Racing with PR on Instagram and Steeler Racing with PR on Facebook. They're great people. You got to be proud of him, Matt. Oh, yeah,
2: absolutely. Man. Yep, yep. Me and his mom are extremely proud just of what a great young man he is. He really is.
1: And he's a very talented racer. Already has a championship under his belt at 16. So uh, you're on your way, kid. And we look forward to having you back again uh, as your season continues. Thank so you. we're going to step aside. When we come back, we're going to talk some dirt track racing with Walter Tapp,
0: brand new dirt track series, and more right after this. or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way.
1: HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits & Shoes, Olero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even RaceCom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Welcome back. Uh, Nick Loden bringing us back. Uh, Nick Loden going to be one of the top contenders when the Carolina uh, <clears throat> late model series, Carolina pro late model series kicks off its season coming up starting in March. I think uh, they're opening up up at Southern National, I believe. So that should be fun. OK, we're going to go to the phone line now. We've got Walter Tapp on with us. We have Walter on the show um, well, it was certainly last year because this is our first new show of 22, but uh, I think it's been a couple months at least since we've had Walter on. Good to have you back, Walter.
4: Great to be back there, Tom. How y'all guys doing on this beautiful day? Yeah,
1: well, we're, uh, we're doing pretty well, actually, and I'm really excited about uh, 2022. And I know you're pretty excited about 2022 because you've got a brand new series for Dirt Track Late Models. Talk about uh, what the series is and what started it. Well,
4: what really started it was about August or September in 2021 of last year, I had some drivers that had came to me and were looking for something different when it came to 602 Lake Model Racing for the uh, GM Crate Lake Model Motor. Yep. That's starting to really be really popular. Um, Had a couple of drivers reach out and they said, man, we kind of want a different option. What we're doing now is we go basically – to the same track over and over we don't see anything new you know kind of you know a chance i'd say to reinvent the wheel because basically the wheel that they've got right now is they went to the same three or four racetracks four or five times a year and that was their tour okay so what i've decided to do with my deal which is the gm performance 602 lake model series um the only motor that we allow in is of course the gm 602 yep um that a lot of those folks a lot of them get them from rick hendrick city Chevrolet in that you know north carolina south carolina georgia area and what we're going to do is we're going to go to some places where 602 racing is starting to take off and catch on and some racetracks that you know are definitely going to be new to the drivers that everybody's been kind of looking forward to going to um We'll kick our season off, actually, February 19th. We'll be the Spring Natty at Livonia Speedway. That will be race number one of the tour. Okay. And then we'll move on Now after that. uh, Go ahead, Tom.
1: I was just going to say, let's talk about that for a minute. So, uh, Livonia is where in Georgia?
4: Livonia is in Georgia. It's actually on, you go down through Highway 85, and it's the first exit. Right. As you come to once you get into the state of Georgia, you actually you can't miss there's a huge sign right there that uh basically says Speedway and it pretty well guides you to the racetrack It's one of those places uh as far as dirt tracks you can actually find pretty easily actually
1: yeah now um you're you're starting your season in Georgia um are you? I imagine that that means you're going to run in several different states during the year. Have you got your full schedule put together of how many states you're actually going to visit?
4: Right now, the schedule is about partially done. We've got about halfway. We actually, of course, you know, the big cars racing show over this past weekend, we had meetings with four different racetracks there. So I wasn't able to actually put my schedule out until probably this Friday when I get all the dates. Okay. Situated, but we had meetings up there with Tacoa, um, the Fairground Speedway, which is in Boone. Also had some conversations with Three Eleven Speedway while we were there. Oh wow. And also County Line and Fayetteville. We met with all five of those racetracks at the Cars Racing Show uh to start trying to hammer out dates to finish out the schedule. And we've also got a racetrack we're currently talking to in the state of virginia so right now we are set to go to south carolina georgia north carolina and virginia so four states possibly could be five we're talking to two racetracks actually in the state of tennessee as well trying to finish up the schedule there
1: so how many races are you intending to run with your series it sounded to me when we talked before like you weren't necessarily intending on running as many races as some of the other series do you were talking what 10 to 12 maybe
4: Still gonna be ten to twelve, but what we're going to do is try to spread it out where we don't go to the same racetrack no more than one or two times. Okay. A lot of these series they'll go to the same racetrack three, four, five times in a year. Um ours is really gonna be very, very diverse. We're gonna have racetracks like Lavonia that's right there, um <laughs> in the upstate area close you know, right there for those folks in Georgia. Yep. We've got a date that's going to be all the way down at Lakeview oh, wow. uh, on April 23rd. We've got a date that's confirmed at Lakeview. For that one, that is a new racetrack to 602 racing. We will be the first ever 602 Lake model tour that has set foot nice. on the property.
1: Very nice.
4: Um, and then the following weekend, the same thing. We will be the first ever 602 Lake model tour that has ever been to the historic Sumter Speedway that is 66 years old will be the first tour to raise their presence as well on the following weekend on April 30th. Um, So we're very excited about those two dates. You know, when I started this deal, I wanted to go different places and have more of a tour. Everybody that does the 602 deal that's out there right now it's all really regional. You right. know, like I said, you go to the same three, four, five racetracks, and you go there, most tours, they do 16, 20 races. I don't want to do but about 10 to 12 races, spread it out, pay a good point fund, you know, basically the point fund that we've got worked up right now that's going to be released probably around February the 1st is about a $10,000 point fund through the field. Good. Um, and, you know, these races... Like coming up the one at Livonia, it's going to be a 1,500 to win. The one there at Lakeview, it's going to be a 1,200. Same thing there with Sumter. We're going to mix another 1,200 in. Then there'll be some more 1,500, and then we'll have at least probably one or two that's going to be in the two to 3,000 win range uh, for some of our bigger races.
1: Well, it sounds like you've uh, decided to go quality over quantity, which I think is really a great idea. And I feel like the drivers will probably respond to that. How many drivers have you got committed so far to run with your tour? Have you um, have you been? I'm sure you've been talking to a lot of the guys. Do you, do you feel like you'll have a good full field right out of the box?
4: I feel like when we go to Livonia, we're probably going to have to run at least two counties when we get to Livonia. Wow. Uh, right now, talking to drivers and everybody. Actually, we released our rules two weeks ago. If this tells you anything. We released our rules uh, two Wednesdays ago, and I talked to 26 different drivers that day in a nine-hour period. Wow. That's incredible. um, And just, you know, to see how healthy 602 racing is, of course, the Ice Bowl was this past weekend down at Talladega. Yeah. They had 61 602 drivers try to make that 24-car field. I saw that.
1: Yeah. That's pretty
4: incredible.
1: How many of those guys do you think will travel with your series though? because a lot of those guys I think are more uh based in that area, aren't they Alabama and, and Mississippi and places like that, or do did, did they get a cross section even from the Tennessee Georgia area?
4: They got a good chunk of that from the Tennessee and Georgia area okay. Tennessee. A lot of those guys went down there. a lot of folks went down there from Georgia, you know, especially from Talladega, East Alabama, that area to Livonia, that's only about a a two-and-a-half, three-hour trek to Livonia. So I'm sure we'll be able to pull some of those guys, and we'll be able to pull some of those guys also from kind of the middle part of Georgia up there as well. You know, that early in the season, there's really not a whole lot going on being in the middle of February. So I think it's going to be prime real estate to strike with really only about two or three racetracks within about a 600-mile radius that are going to be racing that weekend yeah i would think
1: um now what what kind of a format are you going to run with your series in terms of practice and qualifying and all of that
4: well it'll be a real pretty standard format basically we'll go out everybody will have a hot lap session and we'll have hot laps we'll come back we'll have qualifying um which We'll get our qualifying and everything set up. We've got our Fast Time Award and all that ready to rock and roll. I've only actually got two or three contingency sponsors that are left. I've filled those actually already. Wow. Um, So I'm very happy with that. We had a very good show, and at the Cars Racing Show, we picked up actually six contingency sponsors up there along with our meetings that we had. So it's very, very productive. I want to take a chance to thank Kate Dillon and everybody that put that whole deal together. Yes. It was, really
1: exceptional yeah it was a good show and it was uh, i hated that i had to miss it because i was sick but uh obviously hunter weaver did a great job covering it for us at steering wheel nation on our social medias. And, um, you know, I could tell just from, uh, seeing the pictures and and the video, uh, it was a fantastic show and Kate and her brother do a great job with that every year. And I know it's just going to continue to get bigger and bigger, but, uh, boy, to, to have it be, uh, the beginning of January and you basically got almost all of your contingencies filled already and about half your schedule out. You're, uh, you're you're kind of ahead of the game there. You gotta be pretty happy considering that you really didn't even announce this until very late in twenty one toward the end of the year, right?
4: Yeah, we actually announced that we were going to do this on December the sixth. So yeah. you know, we Only really barely had about thirty days yeah. of working at this thing. And I'll be honest, it's probably the most challenging thing that I've had to do in a while. Um as far as You stay pretty busy. I figured that out. The phone rings usually from about nine in the morning till about nine at night. (laughs) Yeah. So,
1: yeah. Didn't know you bought yourself another full time job, did you?
4: (laughs) At first, I thought, oh, it won't be that bad. And then, eh. It seemed like it took off like a little rocket ship there after a yeah. the week and a
1: half. A wise man once said, "That's what you get for thinking." Uh, we're going <laughs> to hang on just a second, Walter, because we're going to uh, catch up with a few uh, commercials here. When we come back, we're going to bring back Walter Tap on the other side, and we're going to go ahead and. Uh, we're going to talk more with him about the series and about dirt track racing in general. So
5: don't go anywhere. More of we Lap coming up right after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people? Even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 84 water or visit us online.
0: Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress; we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meinecke 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you?
1: Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses.
2: For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ag Council.
1: to League Lap, our final segment of the first brand new show for 2022 it's good to be back with you for another year of southeast racing coverage here on wsic and of course we're also available on demand just uh, wherever you get your podcasts just look for League Lap show and uh you you'll probably find us we're on all the major podcast platforms and of course don't forget go to at the wheel nation at the wheel nation steering wheel nation on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Give us a follow or a like whatever the platform calls for. And uh, we're just getting started with our coverage for the year. So we're really excited about that. Okay. We got Walter tap with us and Walter's got a brand new series that we've been talking about for six Oh two crate motors on the dirt track, late model side. Um, as a fan, Walter, I sometimes get very confused because we have 602, 604 crates. We have um, we we have late model sportsmen, limited late models, crate late models. Uh, <laughs> Can you kind of help sort out some of the differences? Because I feel like, obviously, the difference in the 602 and 604, it's just a different crate motor. But um, some of these late model divisions, I feel like, are the same car with just different names or a different carburetor.
4: Oh, you know, I hate to say it, but to some degree, you're not too far off. (laughs) You're dead on with the 602 and the 604. Right. A lot of those guys, honestly, the difference is just motor and yeah. A lot of those guys have both motors. So sometimes it is really hard to tell as a race fan um, to the naked eye to, you know, obviously the announcer could tell you whether if it's a 602, 604 when they're out on the racetrack. But as you walk up and you look at a race car, sometimes unless you're looking at that motor, it's really hard to tell. Um, And there's so many classes for Lake models nowadays. You know, it used to be you had Supers and you had Limited, and that was it. But where some of the other classes, I would say, have continued to continue to go up in price, some of your more stock body classes, that's where I think a lot of these, I won't say smaller lake model classes, but as far as popularity, they've jumped up. You know, when yeah. the 602s and 604s started, they weren't that real popular. But then they took off like a rocket ship about the third year in, which was, mid two thousands at that point, I would say two thousand three, two thousand four, five and six, they got real popular yeah, you know, I, with some of the success.
3: I feel like
1: Fast Track was the one the series yep. that kind of broke all that open.
4: Yeah, Stan and them guys broke everything open and kind of, you know, started getting things going. I remember I remember back two thousand and five, two thousand six being at Riverside and back then you were kind of like, okay, what is a six oh four lake model, what yeah. does that mean as a race fan sitting in the stands? And I mean honestly it's just a it's a good way for a racer to go racing and not break the bank when it comes to the motor because now you know if you want a good super motor, you're looking at thirty to fifty thousand dollars nowadays. Oh yeah. Easily uh, or more. Um possibly. I mean that's that's just a rough ballpark estimate. I know I have a friend that was racing 604s and is going to go race Supers this year, and he bought a used motor with two years on it and picked it up Saturday actually at the car show and spent $22,000 just getting wow. it. So it, it's ridiculous what it costs for some of these motors nowadays. And a 602 motor, you yeah, if you can go put you about five, six grand in it and put drop it down in the race car and go racing. There you and go. 604 is not too much more expensive, and that's why they're so popular and so much better as far as people being able to maintain and be able to keep up with it and afford it.
1: Well, you, uh, you've you done a good job setting up your series for sure, and it sounds like uh, you've got some real big interest from the drivers as well. Um, opening days coming up quick at Livonia. How many cars, I mean, you say you, you might have to run at least two consies. How many cars would that actually, approximately, would that put in the pit area to be in competition for your series if you've got to run two consi races?
4: If we have to run two country races, we're looking at probably anywhere from about 35 to 45 cars somewhere wow. in that ballpark. That's a big and, number. Uh, yeah, it's a big number, but I, you know, it's one of those things in racing. If everybody shows up that I've talked to, yeah. I'm going to have my hands full and then I'm going to have to probably decide if I can find about six more other sets of hands. <laughs> so. We actually, at the car show, had several. We probably had 15 drivers come by the table and talk to us that we haven't even had a chance to talk to yet. Wow. Um, you know, we've got David Smith, who's planning on running with us, to competing for the championship. We've got young drivers like Jay Merck. Um Brian Grumbles at a traveler's rest that he's going to have two cars ready to go. Oh, wow. Um, basically have two cars and may even have somebody in a second car. Uh, talk to Brandon Stroud. He said he plans on running with us at Livonia, Kenny Collins. Okay. Um, he said that he's got a car lined up and ready to come to Livonia as well. Wesley Thompson was another driver that came by and checked us out. He'll be one of those that's probably running for Rookie of the Year. Um, that was one of the things we definitely learned over the weekend. It's looking like we'll probably have six to eight drivers who are going to compete for the Rookie of the Year uh, Challenge.
1: Actually, wouldn't that be the – isn't
4: everybody a rookie in your series? <laughs> First of series. Uh, uh, well, yes, it is brand new, but basically we being new, we still had to set some criteria and some okay. ground rules in place, obviously. If you have won <laughs> any type of major six oh two late model race with any other series, basically we're excluding you from rookie of the year at that yeah, point. I got you. Um so we we had to set some criteria but of even course. with the criteria we set there's still plenty of guys it seems like that wanna run for it.
1: I was, uh, just teasing, but it, yeah, the first year series, uh, some people would argue everybody's a rookie, but that's some big names to start off. Oh, we've off had with.
4: that argument.
1: Oh. <laughs> that, that you have. Uh, and, and you've got some impressive names to start off with. Um, and it sounds like you've got, you're going to have, uh, a good run for the championship just with the guys that you've talked about. And if you can average 25 or 30 cars a race, that's, that's a pretty big deal in this day and age.
4: Oh, yeah, which, you know, we <clears throat> we have kind of set ourselves up, I'm hoping, with the way that we have our tire rules set to where drivers will be able to continue to make it somewhat affordable to them. Because right now, we are not a lockdown series with one tire manufacturer. We actually allow Hoosier and American Racer both. Okay. Um, so drivers have an option. And, you know, to try to try to combat some of the things that are going on in the racing world. Unfortunately, the cost of tires continues to rise yeah, and rise and rise. Yeah, for sure. So we decided as a series to, you know, say, hey, guys, we're going to have two options. And y'all can choose which option you want to run. Here is four or five compounds from Hoosier that you can run. Here's a couple of sets of compounds from American Racer that you can run. As long as you're on those sets of tires, you're good. And, you know, hopefully the drivers will be able to Ten continue to keep things rocking and rolling. Okay, so real quick, you got
1: about five seconds. Uh, fo- well, actually, we'll do this. Uh, follow GM602 Performance Series on social media. And thanks, Walter Tap. We are out of here. Have a great week, everybody.
0: You've been listening to the Lead Lap Show home to Southeast Motorsports coverage on the radio. For more exciting and passionate motorsport content, follow Lead Lap Show on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and visit leadlapshow.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of the Lead Lap Show. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of the Lead Lap Show. Thank you for listening.